is it? What is it, Paul? Looks like an airplane. Without wings. That ain't no airplane. Look. your barn. from me yesterday, did you? I had to get the ribbon on my typewriter replaced, but I thought maybe absence might make the heart grow fonder. But then I realized you'd need a heart first. And sometimes I question whether or not you care, or whether or not you even get these letters. Of course, I'm completely um, ignoring how the story ended back in Joggist. This is a completely new, fresh concept. Um, but I thought maybe one time this week I would hear back from you. I don't know if you can sense the anger in my wording, but I'm pressing my typewriter extremely hard. Anyway... I'm not giving up on you, no matter what the restraining order says, I'm not stopping. So I just want to say that I'm here, and I care, and I'm your son. Again, my name is Michael. I was the second one born, just in case you forgot. Anywho, I've been watching Back to the Future all week, and I'll continue tomorrow, and the next day, and the next. I hope you notice, I hope you're proud of me, and I hope to hear from you soon. It reminds me of that meatloaf song, what is it? Zero out of three ain't bad? Something like that. Anyway, love always, your son, Michael. March 5th, 2021. One, two, three. Marching McFly, Marching McFly. Marching McFly is Marching McFly. Marching McFly is Marching McFly.
Hello Marchi McFly listeners, my name is Nigel McMuffin. As you can tell by my intellectually superior accent, I am from jolly old Canada. Home of the hockey sport, podcasters and of course Michael J. Fox, star of the smashing moving picture, Back to the Future. I am here today because another Michael, that golden-voiced bohunk that you are normally accustomed to listening to, is in a contract dispute with the podcast and its parent company fans not experts. Part of his demands is that he has an announcer open the show, and introduce him in a very specific way. And as you are aware, there is not a goddamn soul on earth more professional than Nigel McMuffin. So here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, here back for day 5 of Marchie McFly's podcasting legend and my personal hero, Mikey C. Now can I get paid? I'm here. Okay, was that so hard? Give, give me the microphone. Give, give me the microphone. Was that so hard? You know, I think, I think after the work that I've done for this website over the past, you know, however many years it's been in existence, I think the least they could do is give me an announcer. Okay, I'm here again, day five. Just like I said I would, so I'm not in breach of contract. Whatever the hell that means. But um, I didn't even hear what the announcer said. I just assume it was very professional. I don't know. I don't care. Doesn't matter. I'm here. And uh, I don't know. What do you want to do? Want to talk about Back to the Future? Fine, let's talk about Back to the Future. Did I watch it today? Yes, I watched it today. Day five of Marchie McFly. And um, I have to tell you, I've been watching it on my laptop a lot of the time, sometimes on my work computer monitor. Um, But today I watched a bunch of it on my phone too. And maybe it's just because my phone's fairly new and it's got a nice screen. But my God, the quality, uh, the digital, I don't know if this is 4K on my phone, but it, it looks so sharp. Like if they remastered it, digitized it, I don't know what they did. I mean, it's not like an ancient movie. It's only 30, a little over, almost 36 years old. But it looks so good uh, on the phone, digitally. You know, like, I because I think that's the best screen I have in my house. Uh, I'm sure I'll watch it on my TV at some point. I ended up buying it through Google uh Google Movies, but I have, if anyone has Google Movies, you you should have, I think it's called Anywhere Movies or Movies Anywhere, so you sign up with, if you sign up with Google, if you sign up with, um, with like Amazon, Apple, any movie that you buy on one of those things is available on all of those things. It's like a bunch of different ones, and it's like, it's a no-brainer, so like I've bought some things on Amazon, but I can get to them you know, like I like to use 
Google Play. Most of the time, what I, if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to buy Google uh, Play. I would never buy like something through Verizon or Comcast because I feel like at some point I may move someplace and, oh, they only have Comcast. Okay, so I'll get Comcast. What about all my Verizon movies or vice versa? So you know, when I bought movies, I, bought, I think I bought a couple on Amazon, but for the most part, I, I build my digital film library purchases uh, through Google. I'm a Googler. Uh, anyway, and so yes, I bought uh, Back to the Future, and whatever version it is, it is shop. Shop, I tells you. It's Friday night. I have an ice-cold fresca here. Let me prove it. Ooh, that sounds delicious. And um, guess what I did today? I watched Back to the Future. You're not going to get any uh, overproduced or underproduced uh, comedy bits today, my friends. It's Friday, and all I want to do is talk about my favorite movie and um, t- with some notes that I've taken. Some of the notes I've taken over the last couple days. Some of the things that I uh, are things that I wanted to talk about um, specifically today, and so I, like I have a page of links of, of notes, and I highlighted a bunch so that I'll talk about these and leave the leave the other ones for future episodes. Because guess what? I did the math, and even though this is the fifth episode, after this, there are still twenty six other episodes that I have to do. And when I say have to, I mean want to. And when I say want to, I mean going to. And when I say going to, I mean need to. And I'm done. And scene. I realize that I enjoyed doing podcasts. Um, because when I was a kid, I'd do the same thing. Like I would hit record. I would make movies by myself, for myself. I'd make movies with friends too. Uh, but sometimes I would just hit record and try to do skits all by myself. And then I'd, maybe I'd play them for my family or friends, but a lot of the time I just played them and watched them and laughed by myself. And that's what I feel like with this. I'm, hit, I, I'm doing stuff that I think might be kind of funny. Uh, and if anyone else finds it funny, cool. If not, cool. It's, uh, it's, it's all for fun. And I, I actually got a couple, couple um, tweets today from my old friend David Allen Piano Lullaby who has contacted me in the past he actually said it it, it seems like Jogus was just yesterday and um, yeah I should have watched Jaws yesterday but I didn't I watched Back to the Future yesterday and today and I told David to reach out with some Back to the Future um, stuff so hopefully I'll hear from him soon he, uh, he said that he thought I was going to be doing part one part two part three and then going back and doing it again and again and again which is a pretty great idea that I didn't think of. But my plan is that Back to the Future has three parts. So why doesn't Marchie McFly? So when I say this is Marchie McFly, I'm saying this is Marchie McFly year one. I can't do the same thing for Joggis. I can't. Because if I do Joggis 2, then I have to do Joggis 3 and 4. And um, it's like, I, I, I'm not going to. I don't want to and I'm not going to. But Marchie McFly will live on for at least a couple of years, you know. But I don't care about part two today. I don't care about part three today. All I care about 
is Back to the Future from 1985, a Robert Zemeckis film written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, produced by Steven Spielberg. I didn't, that's not off notes, that's off my head. Can you think, can you think of anything that you can remember so quick? Watch this, five times five, 25. Six times five, 30, boom. I am on a roll and now I'm gonna stop rambling and I'm gonna talk about my notes. And these are in no particular order really. But today, for the first time ever, I noticed something that I had never noticed before. So, Marty goes back to the future. In other words, he, he the lightning strikes. Um, Doc holds the wire together just long enough for the, for the lightning to pass through. And goes back to the future, back to 1985. And we see the courthouse again. And this time we know it's the future because the helicopter goes over and they, and they show that Marty's, you know, in a rundown hill valley that Goldie Wilson ruined. But what I didn't notice until today was that the courthouse in 1985 says the Department of Social Services. It's not a courthouse anymore. It's it's a rundown social services department. Like even that changed. It's you know, I don't know where the courthouse is anymore. I don't even know if they have a court. But the Hill Valley beautiful history courthouse is now used for the Department of Social Services which I feel like that's who, who you threaten to call when your you know, parents say something mean to you. I'm going to call the DSS on you, like, or I would call, tell my friends. I mean, obviously, it's a real thing that Reed Pilby used. Please don't let me diminish that. But it's always something whenever my, my friend, I would say that I want to call the Department of Social Services on him to have his children removed. And his children laugh. They, they enjoy it. And they want me to do it. They want me to, to go through with it. But I never did. But anyway, that's something I never noticed before. And... Um, I just wanted to mention it. If you see it, it's it's really quick, and you see the the um, the like right below. It's right at the clock, right below that. It says Department of Social Services, and then the ledge, and the ledge is cracked because that's where Doc uh, cracked it when he was trying to reconnect the wire. When you know towards the the epic climax of this film, I uh, also wrote down: Is she pretty? It just stood out to me because. You know, Marty, uh, this was said by Doc. Marty is, you know, they just found out about uh, about the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. <laughs> I still laugh. One point, what the hell's a gigawatt? I was trying to figure out what's funnier. When he says 1.21 gigawatts, that's funny. But what's funnier is what the hell's a gigawatt. And it's even funnier when you, when you realize it's gigawatt. And for all these years, they pronounce it wrong. But, um... He's, you know, Doc goes over and starts talking to, I think it's a, a photo of Thomas Edison. And because he has photos of like people he look up to, he looks up to inventors. And uh, he is like, you can't be done, Tom. Um, and Marty's like, we have to, um, I, I have a girl. And, and, you know, I have a girl at home waiting for me. And Doc's like, you know, Doc doesn't say, does she love you? He says, is she pretty? Like, was, what if Marty said, I mean, she's all right. I mean, she's a sweet girl, you know, she's, she's, she treats me nice. And Doc's like, hmm, okay, well, do you want to go back? You know what I mean? Like, that's, it just was a, it just stood out that Doc's like, uh, is she pretty? He's like, she's beautiful. And look what she wrote. Uh, that just stood out. I wanted to mention that. Also, Good thing that, that Jennifer's pretty, right? I mean, because Marty, 
I don't want to say he's a flirt because he didn't flirt with his mother at all. Why would you? I tried flirting with my mother once. She didn't speak to me for three months. And it, but but he does have a wandering eye. I mean, right at the beginning, he's on he's attached to the jeep and he waves to the aerobic girls. And then later he's with Jennifer, you know, and he, his band just got, you know, told they were too down loud. And Jennifer's trying to console him and he's walking and he's talking about sending his tape into the record company. And Jennifer's like, you know, you, you should do it. And two women walk by in a robe, you know, um, aerobics outfits, whatever the hell you call it, uh, tights. And he turns his head and she she turns it back and kind of, you know, it's almost like that meme. But it kind of um, she was like laughing it off. But come on, Marty, that's disrespectful. That's just downright disrespectful. And it's like, wait, does Marty have a thing for aerobics women? And that's definitely aerobicizers. And is that a thing for older women? Is that some kind of uh, like tease to that? I mean, I don't know. They they never really do anything with that at all. It's just those. It's really just that one moment. The other moments, like him just waving, which is playful. But the the looking at the girls thing, I don't know. That just it never came back into play. So I just found that as an interesting little uh, little tidbit of a thing. See, this is fun. It gives me things to talk about every single day. Excuse me. Um, back at the at the house, right after Marty gets home, the Lion Estates. Um, you know, when Biff's like, uh, "I spilled I spilled beer all over me. Who's gonna pay for my, you know, dry cleaning?" Basically saying he was drinking and driving. Who's gonna pay for my dry cleaning? I spilled beer on me when that guy hit me, which makes me think that the way the car was hit in the front, um, I think he obviously was the, at fault, but. What I did like was after he threatens George about like what 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 would happen to me if you know I send back my reports uh, in your handwriting you know I get fired you wouldn't want that happen you wouldn't that want that to happen would you and um, he walks over and takes some candy out of a little dish and he gives Marty a look oh it it could be seen two ways it could be seen like he's being like you're you're a clown look at you you stupid kid. Or it could almost be like, can you believe this guy? Can you believe your dad? That's how I almost took it. Like, like it's almost like he's laughing with Marty, an inside joke at how ridiculous his dad is. And Marty wants no part of it because he loves his dad. And I have to confess, I'm pretty sure when I was nine years old, eight years old, nine years old, whatever, however old I was when the movie, when I saw the movie, it was eight when it came out. I was probably nine when I saw it. I'm pretty sure that I either didn't realize they were the same actors or I thought, wow, how'd they make them look so young? I was what you would call a dumb, dumb child. Like, I don't think I realized or at the, you know, maybe the first viewing, I don't think I realized that, oh, they make them look older so then they can make them look younger. No, no, they didn't make them look younger. They're just young and they just made them look old. Um, I was like, wow, how'd they do that? That's some pretty crazy special effects. I did notice that at the dinner table in 1985, you know, remember in 1955, he's like, what do your parents like to do? And he says, nothing. Because they were, they were like that in a rut married couple. They still loved each other, but it just nothing. There was no spark, no excitement. 
Um, I mean, at least they probably went to Disney World because at one point, uh, Dave has that Mickey Mouse shirt. Um, there's some place for that photo. But they were just, they felt so disconnected um, in 85. You know, he's he, he's at the dinner table. and I realize now he's doing, he's filling the reports in. He's doing the work so that Biff doesn't get fired. I never noticed that. He's doing the work. Um, I think I thought maybe he was doing a crossword, but I'm pretty sure he's doing the work. And he's doing that. He's eating peanut brittle, which doesn't seem healthy at dinner. And he's watching the honeymooners, laughing at the honeymooners. He's not, he's not really paying attention to Lorraine at all. And she's like, oh, you know, she, she's drinking at the table. She's drinking vodka, I think, and brings it to the dinner table. But the way she said it was at that moment, I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. It shows that she still loves the guy. And she's like, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with him. And you think he'd be like, oh, you're so sweet. Instead, he's like, laughing at at um at um at, at ralph cramden and then dave comes over and kisses him on the head and said better change that oil and even that he's like oh I, uh, like that i like that because it was like you know dave is kind of jokingly bonding with his dad like they can be they're playful there they there is still love and playfulness with the family it's just they're not they don't seem super close or super happy Super positive, I guess. Um, there's just in which obviously we see a big difference. Um, you know, George, I, I I don't know if I've talked about this enough. How amazing um, Crispin Glover is in this movie. And if I've if I've already said this, I apologize. But whatever got him to be, not come back in the sequel, it just sucks because again, that dude like looks like. You know, the guy they had play them play, hanging upside down or from far away was just it was just there to fill a space. And we never got a real George McFly, um, you know, like moment. We got some funny 1985 Lorraine McFly with the implants and married to Biff. Um, but this just it it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't the same. It was miss. It just was missing that little moment uh, that that would have been great. Seeing the see, you know, having him be the grandpa or the or the middle aged or the young one. We could have seen all three. That would have been. I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. Um, but I did. I wanted to say that he was so good because at the beginning he's herky jerky. He's very nervous. He's stiff. He's awkward. He is, um, you know, he's awkward when Doc first sees him with the kick me sign, the way he just kind of carries himself, very unsure, very, very um, unconfident, nervous, jittery. And the moment he punches Biff, you know what I want to say also? He threw the first punch. He didn't wait. Okay. As much as you want to say about George McFly, you know, being this nervous guy uh, he he did try to ask Lorraine help out. He did it at, at Lou's Cafe um, until Biff sc- showed up and screwed him. Um, he tried. And then later when he, he goes to punch Biff first and then Biff almost breaks his arm. It doesn't take him very long. He sees Lorraine. He gets this rage, knocks out Biff. And from that moment on, there's this change in his, his body language. He's just more... <sighs> More 
confident, more smooth. He, are you okay? He picks her up, and they walk off just staring at each other's eyes. He's, um, it, and then you start hearing people talk about him. Who's that? That's George McFly. That's George McFly. Already, you know how high school can be. Already, he's getting this word of mouth. He's at the, um, he's at the dance, and like George, hey George, you should run for president. Um, you know, school president. And then freaking Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Corn comes in, you know, and he he tries to uh, get George and George almost gives up again. He's like, wait a second. I just knocked Biff out. I can beat the crap out of this this guy and just says, excuse me, and knocks him on his ass. At that moment, he kisses her. And, you know, at the end, he's like he's got his jacket thrown over his shoulder. He's like, Marty, I want to thank you. Shaking his hand. Just. All of a sudden, you see this this grown up, and in '85 he's so smooth. Like when Marty comes in, when he, they come in, and Marty falls out, he's like, "Hey, did you hit your head," and he's joking, and he's hitting Lorraine on the on the butt, and he's um he's got his book, and I I also wondered, did they have a different look for him at first? Because he looks very different as the author of the book. Like, did they take a photo of him? for some, some test shots and that was what he or are they just going to say that's what he looked like at the time or that's how he dresses up he combs his hair way back I don't know but he doesn't put the grease in his hair anymore he let his hair go gray um, he doesn't put the you know the coloring anymore it's more natural and he just was way more relaxed and you know confident and of course now Biff don't con me oh that crazy Biff um, so I just love the the transformation the full and, and Lorraine too, like she, you know, she was always confident and 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 a, and a happy, you know, kid with a good upbringing. But then the, um, you know, later in life, she was just like that's where she was like, er, it looked like she was just beaten down by life, and now she was still her confident self, cheerful, perky excited you know athletic playing tennis um and he, he you're so you're so thin like that's what marty says to her i think twice um but i just i wanted to bring that up i liked the character not just the physical transformation of them i mean not just the makeup transformation as far as how they 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 made them look but the way they carried themselves too i thought that was pretty um pretty great as far as the acting is concerned um and the last thing i want to talk about today is wow i i went pretty good pretty pretty good getting through my notes um michael j fox the star of the movie the man there's one part in this movie that i can't look at i have to almost look away every time it's when he pushes george out of the way of the car and the car hits him and his head goes back like a thud and hits the, the pavement. That freaks me out. It's so nothing, and yet it's so real feeling. Like, he's obviously concussed, right? I mean, nowadays, he, he would be in concussion protocol if he was anywhere. Um, like, thankfully, he's okay, but he obviously has some sort of mild concussion. But um, that thud, I, and I'm always like, Give me all the special effects you want. How do they do that thud? Like my only thinking is that that my hope my original thinking is that pavement is fake. It's like rubber. 
and they just painted it to look good. Or or he didn't really hit his head as all, at all, and it's just like a trick of the eye. Or he's got something on his head. I don't know. But um, that's Marty McFly. Michael J. Fox, I want to give credit to because he is so physical in this movie. He's so, like, I know he's not on the, on the skateboard in every scene, but there are many scenes where it's definitely him. He's the guy who rides out of Doc's place uh, um, you know, and, and attaches himself to a car here. He's the one who, you know, is, he, I, I mean, I don't think it's anyone else. I mean, okay, he, he, they could, he could have been on some sort of stand when he was doing it, I guess, you know, when he's on the back of the Jeep. But he's on the back of the Jeep at some point. You see him actually riding a skateboard at some point. I mean, I am assuming he could do that. I don't know. Did he have to learn how to do it? Not that it was anything crazy. But he's doing that. He's falling left and right. He's falling off the bed. He's falling off the bed twice. Uh, when he sees his, his uh, you know, with the Calvin Klein underwear. When he sees his parents at the end, he falls. I mean, he is physical all over the place. Even when he's, um, when he, when Doc's like, you got to go, go. And he runs, you know, he does a perfect hood slide that Bo and Duke Luke would be proud of. I mean, you think that's easy, the hood slide? That is like, not that I, I can do it. I'm just saying, I'm just saying I couldn't do it. it. And he does it like, like it's nothing. Just whoo, slides right on that thing. Uh, just amazing. Michael J. Fox, I mean, you can't say enough awesome things about him. Between the physical comedy his timing and his delivery, it was like the perfect casting. Thank God they got him. Thank God they were able to do what they did with him. Again, that Eric Stoltz stuff, I was looking up stuff today and I'm like seeing photos and I realized they said they shot five weeks with him. Think about five weeks of shooting. They had to do a lot of the shooting with Michael J. Fox at night. Um, they had to do a lot of stuff around his, his family tie schedule. I assume with Eric Stoltz, they had him the whole time for five weeks. And like they're showing stuff at the end when he's, you know, trying to help Doc with the with the wire at the beginning. He's holding the camcorder. I mean, how much of this movie didn't he do? I wish they had all the footage. I wish we could see all of it. Who knows? Maybe the 40th anniversary. They see, they they hold this stuff. You, it, you know, I remember reading on the Internet Movie Database and there was like, there is no footage. They destroyed the footage or whatever. Something like that. There's no footage. And then all of a sudden, oh, there's a photo. Oh, there's another photo. Oh, here's some footage. Uh, so I feel like whatever there is, it's out there. You know, I, I guess Smokey is the Bandit isn't out there. But yes, I had to say it. Uh, look it up. But I feel like there is more Eric Stoltz footage out there. I hope there is. Because um, someday, if the, someday, if there's a 40th anniversary edition, I mean... I don't know. Do I buy it again? What do you even buy it on? People even buy DVD. I haven't bought a DVD in years. All I do is buy digital. If they have another version of digital, what, what, it has to give me something special. All I did with, I don't think I got anything extra when you buy it through Google. Anyway, I'm done rambling. It's a fun Friday night. Somehow, this became my longest episode. How'd I do that? See, sometimes it's not about planning or producing stuff. It's just about turning on your microphone and um, allowing a fresca to fuel your ramblings. And that is how cool kids spend their Friday night. March 5th, 2021, the fifth day 
of Marchie McFly is in the books. It's the freaking weekend, and I'm about to have me some fun. You know what that means, my friends? That means we're done today. But I'll be back tomorrow to do this all over again. Until then, my friends, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. The website is fans.experts.com, and the Facebook page is Fans on Experts. I have to go now and talk to my lawyers about um, this contract thing. I'm sure we're going to get it figured out by tomorrow um, because tomorrow I'm going to watch Back to the Future again and I'm going to talk about it with you. But until then, my friends, you know what's going to happen now. Why don't you sing along with me? Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe. Cause I'm kind of funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kind of handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe Please listen to this episode What are you looking at, butthead? Now can I get paid?